What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Zarmesian. Step into my office podcast. Happy New Year. You know what it is. Happy New Year. The podcast first of the New Year. How are y'all? Y'all good? 2021. Let's make it a great one. If not, you know, still push through. That's all. That's all I can say. Push through. That's it. And keep God first. That's it. Well, Y'all heard him on before. I got a very special guest, and you know, I wanted to have him on again. You feel me? Because that's what I do. I rock with people who I like. That's it. Who I like. If I like you, I like you. If I don't, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's it's all good. Sir, why don't you reintroduce yourself to the people? Well... I am uh, Marquise Dennis. I am uh, the uh, originator, none greater. Uh, Jazzo finished it. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, no Marquise Dennis here, Tulsa made, um, birthright living legacy, um, executive director and um, creator. Uh, just here to, uh, you know, vibe with my man's Armesia, step into my office to keep it real 100% Nobody at all times. At all know. times. Because he came into the globe like this. Nah, I came in like this. <laughs> I was born with the name Zarmesian. Sorry. It. I came in like this. I love it. You feel me? So we were talking, right? We were talking and all that. You know what I'm saying? And we sparked up the conversation. And I was like, I would like to talk about this on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to be, today, we're going to be talking about fathers. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, for all those, <laughs> I'm not a father at all. So don't be, don't be, no father. I don't have no kids. But in order for me to talk to a father, I wanted to get a father on here. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, I'm I'm going to have a podcast with my father soon. That's going to be lit. So stay out. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. But I decided with me being a single guy out here in these streets, single and mingling, you know how I do. Don't ask. It's none of y'all business. If you know, you know. That's it. Bring the entertainment and the fun. Um, I decided to bring a father in case, like, I say something out of line. Y'all know how I get. I'm going to be like, you know, that's not how it goes, Gabe, as fathers. And so, you know what? We're going to have this conversation. So, just just tell me a little bit about fatherhood. Uh, Well, I mean, that- there's a lot of different facets of fatherhood. You know, there's the... Um, there's the, the known portion of, you know, creating a baby mm-hmm. and then making yourself a father that route. Uh, there's the unknown of the fathers with the responsibilities. Uh, and then there's the today's anomaly of fatherhood, mm-hmm. which is the baby dad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I fit into ma- many of these different categories, uh, throughout my lifetime. So, uh, you know, I can't obviously speak on all, but I can definitely tell you just from my own perspective and point of view that I have experienced uh, multiple of these uh, virgins. And with that, sir, how do how do you maneuver? Like, how do you go about that? How do you maneuver? With you, like, being married and stuff, but you have kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
and how do you maneuver? Like, what's a great way for people that's like out there be like, yo, I want to move on, but you know what I'm saying? I got this baby mama. We're not together. Obviously, it didn't work out. Just in general, being married, how does that dynamic, you know what I'm saying? How does that dynamic work? Because I know nothing about that. Well, I'm out here saying So it just kind of depends. Uh-huh. Uh, it depends on the, the health of the situation that you have with the individuals that you have children with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the perspective that I have has not been uh, one of that of an admirable kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the um, baby mamas uh, that I have encountered in my lifetime have just been toxic due to uh, my own inexperience or my own um, pride or just the, the the severity of the situation. So now that I'm married, um, the way that the way that it differs is that, you know, my wife is expecting right now. So with her being expecting, um, my children are almost grown. Well, two of them are, are pretty much. One's 19, one's 18, and then the other one is uh, 10. So, you know, my kids are, are pretty much going. So I'm starting all over from scratch. Uh, but the experience that I'm having now, doing it married, um, going through the beginning, middle and the end, uh, all of it at one time, it's a, it's a, it's a surreal situation for me. Mm. Um, because when I was doing it before, you know, I had, parents that were involved due to my immaturity at times you know my first child was when I was 20 Mm. Um, you know I was in no position to be raising a kid uh, or even having a kid because the the particular person that I was involved with um, you know it was not something that was planned so Mm -hmm. we had to um, we had to kind of maneuver as people that were trying to grow up but at the same time try to raise a kid Um, So we had a lot of conflict, a lot of conflict. And, you know, the basis of which the pregnancy happened uh, was not exactly the greatest of situations. Um, My daughter, the second one, um, that was a little bit more of a toxic situation. Um, And then you just find yourself in this constant battle of, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't want to be with me, then you can't see the kid, which Which is really it's really it doesn't really hurt. I mean, it hurts the dad. Don't get me wrong. I was hurt. But it was something that I never had anyway. Like, right. when my daughter was born, I didn't I didn't get to see her anyway. Mm. So it wasn't like her taking my child away was somehow punishing me right. as much as it was punishing my daughter. Right. And so um, that was a bad deal. And then the third one, um, my, my, my youngest son, you know, I tried really hard to uh, fake it till you make it, if you will. You know, I really, really wanted to try to make it um, a situation to where we were like a family. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it was just too yeah, toxic. There was way too much um, that had there was too much history between me and the mom of me being the guy that I was when I was in my immature adolescent stages versus me being an adult. And she could only remember the guy I was to her mm-hmm. then. So yeah, it was really right. hard for her to move. Um, and so we, our differences were, you know, it was just vicious, you know, Mm -hmm. I would love to be that guy to like, to try to blame the women, like it's all their fault. But, you know, I had a huge part to play in a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And I accept the responsibility for that. 
but the great part is for my oldest son, um, his stepdad, um, by the name of Zach Miller, um, he was an amazing example for my son. So he was somebody that was there for him, being able to show him uh, manhood and was really, um, it's really awesome, you know, just how he was as a person because he was really cordial to me as well. Mm. So that made that portion of it very easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though I don't get to have the relationship with my son that I would like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because he was told about, so he bases his relationship with me and him off the relationship that me and his mother had. Mm. And they're not even close to the same. Mm-hmm. But but that's the only reference point that he right. has because I wasn't allowed to be in his life. life right. So, I, you know, I have to respect it uh, because the moves that I made at that time dictated this kind of a response. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my daughter, same thing. She had a guy. Uh, by the name of Nick, who is her stepfather, who was there for her, mm-hmm. able to be the man in her life. Uh, and I applaud all those, you know, step parents. Most definitely. Um, because yeah. honestly, it's really hard to try to be a parent mm-hmm. to someone that you didn't birth. Uh, because that Facts. comes with its own stipulations. Um, because you have to try to balance, you know, how do I give the best for this child um, with them knowing that anything I say or do can be held against me to where they could, you know, you're not my dad, right, you're not, right, you know what I mean? Like, right, just all yeah. this kind of extra stuff. Yeah. So, um, and then with the youngest, you know, I, I, I don't get to see him due to uh, some manipulative things that have taken place uh, on that behalf. So I just had to kind of let that go mm. uh, for the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still fighting for it. And so definitely. the difference between all that is, because that's a lot of drama, um, that you're hearing, um, the difference is, is with my wife, it's my wife. You know right. what I mean? Like, there's none of that. There's no, right. you know, is this going to last? Are right. they going to this? Are they going to that? It's, right. What are we going to do as co-parents together? Right. How do we raise young Dennis to do what it is that we want to do? Um, funny story. <laughs> uh, actually, when, just to show you the 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 stark difference between the two situations. Mm-hmm. I had a, fi- a friend over here not too long ago mm-hmm. when I found out about the pregnancy, right? Mm-hmm. So I had this, uh, <laughs> I still have it here. So I had this pregnancy stick, right? And mm-hmm. so I slid it over to him was like, and so he was looking and he wasn't paying attention. I said, no, look, he was like, oh my God, oh my God, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh my uh, and I said, bro, 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 calm down, calm down. I'm married to her. And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, okay, congratulations. And I was like, wow, because I just think about mm-hmm. what a difference yes. it is to have to explain it now. Now, right. When right, before right. it was like how, you know, I'm such and such is pregnant and it's right. like, Oh man, what you gonna do? Versus, oh man, when are you due? Due, You know what I mean? So those are the differences uh, just between fatherhood, you know, being married and unmarried, and how that works. Right, right. Well, that 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 was great perspective. The reason why I'm not saying nothing is because sometimes you just have to listen. (sighs) Because I'm not a father. So there you go, man. One day we'll see. 
if anybody's willing to have me, no, let me not put yeah, that out do there. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that like that. I don't, I, I don't take anybody. So let me, let me stop playing around because people <laughs> take that serious. Let me stop playing. Let me stop playing out there because I will say no, no, I'm sorry. I'm not, you're not my type. Anyway, one thing I do know about my father, about father, I know my father personally, you know what I'm saying, has been a great father in my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? And one thing that I see, like, it really comes down to, like, what decisions are you willing to make? Are you willing to take this on? Because I remember my dad told me a story. He didn't meet his biological father until he was, like, 20 years old. Right. And shortly after that, like he died, you know what I'm saying? Didn't know his father. Right. But and that can affect people a lot. Not knowing your father can affect not, this, can not can will will affect it. Definitely will. It definitely will. But then again, then again, that's why I say some people don't agree. That's why I say when you get older, no matter what happens to you, you can you can either choose to let it bury you to have pity or you can choose to like fight through it or take over. What I mean by that, my dad had five kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he could have easily said, uh, my father's not there, so I don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he had five kids mm -hmm. with my mother still married to this day, 41 years. And he decided to be, in his children's life yeah. was there for each one of us. Yeah. Like we had a father in our life. I'm not yeah. knocking nobody that doesn't. No, we had a father in our life. So that's what I'm saying. No matter yeah. what happens to you, no matter it will have an effect on you. But what I'm saying is once you get of age or you decide to be responsible, you can decide that doesn't have to be you. That's all I'm saying. Everybody goes through trauma. No, you, that, that's all I'm you, saying. He decided. You 100% right. But uh, I think that one of the things that are misunderstood about that uh -huh. is that... When you have that choice, uh, it's not always it's not always as readily made as easy as what you're saying. And and the reason why your father was able to do it a lot easier is because him and your mom decided to get married. You see what I'm saying? And they've been married. So right. that makes a huge difference because that commitment was already there. Not to say that it, it makes a difference. I'm just saying that that. In that in that category, it makes it a lot easier. And I'll and I'll and I'll second what you're saying because I had a mentor once, uh -huh. and I went to go visit him, and I was just like, you know, uh, I tried to give him the excuse that I didn't have a father, so I didn't know how to do the father thing. Uh -huh. blah, blah, blah. And he, I was wearing a tie at the time, and he said, "Well, did you were you born with that tie on?" Mm -hmm. And I said, well, "What do you mean?" He said, "How did you learn to do that?" I said, uh, somebody taught me. He said, all right. I, <laughs> you laughing, but right, listen, simple, right, when I right, tell you right. how mad I was, I was so <laughs> angry because he just made light of my situation mm. because in his mind, so what? You don't know how to do it. Go learn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But for me, I allowed the drama between the mm -hmm. parents and I, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the ways that I was going about trying to circumvent 
um, child support. And, I mean, because the child support system is so jacked up. Woo! Jacked I mean, and, and it's and it's hard to explain to somebody that has never been through it. You know what yes. I mean? Um, because people say, oh, well, it's your responsibility to take care of the kid. And I get that. And I know fathers that are, I don't know any, I don't know very many fathers that are actually fathers that would not be willing to take care of their children. Right. But for you to require that I pay you and then I don't have any rights to see my child. Listen, that's when it gets into a problem. Right. I mean, and I, I remember when I first got child support. Um, you know, I, I remember my first check was like 50 bucks mm. for two weeks mm-hmm. as an adult mm-hmm. with an apartment and bills. Yeah, right. and I was like, what in the world <laughs> right. can I support myself with right. $50? Right. And they were like, oh, well, you know, you're a dad, so we don't, we can't even count what you made before child support right. because child support is your responsibility. That's your fault. Right. And I was like, so I can't get no help either? <laughs> They was like, nah. Even when the stimulus listen, checks came out, they was like, here's a stimulus listen, check. Dad didn't get nothing. If you had back child support, you got nothing. Nah, I know a few people nothing. that happened to. Which so if so. you lost your job because of COVID. Right. And you ain't got no bread. Right. And they send in the checks and then they send you a nice little letter that says, oh, because of your past situations. Right. Unfortunately, this pandemic caught you at a bad time. Not but much. we made this money towards your situation so anyway yeah anyway y'all gonna have to catch the rest of this on the <laughs> tell them where they can catch it uh what you mean oh zarmesian step into your office podcast on apple facebook you know spotify everywhere zarmesian step into my office podcast yeah step into the office podcast you know you're gonna you know have to catch the rest there yeah so bro like no that's real bro that no that's real because i know fathers you know what i'm saying back to going back to the situation like i know i know fathers single fathers that take care of their children right that's why i said maybe it doesn't work out that's why very you got to be very careful like to who you lay with to have children yeah, that I mean, and that, and that that really is 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 the point. Well, the, point. the point. But what it is, I know a lot of single fathers also that really take care of their children too. Yeah, and their dad wasn't there, so that's why I said it comes down to decision and choice. Sometimes I know yeah. there's a lot of factors. I'm not a father, but I'm speaking from like no, different no. people that I'm, I'm, I know. Like I'm, if agree- you choose, I'm agreeing with you 100. percent But it's there's sometimes people choice. are spiteful for no reason. Yeah. That also has a factor too. Like, hey, I'm trying you, to see when you when you when you when you go back to the choice though. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Right. Because I know fathers that went through the same type of drama that I did. Mm-hmm. The difference was they didn't get defeated through the process. Right. So even though they paid an attorney and the attorney didn't show up on their behalf, mm-hmm. even though they paid retainers for another return. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they paid over well over 15, 20 grand mm-hmm. to try to get somebody to fight on their behalf. Yeah, right. And they still didn't get, give up. They still didn't give up. Right. You see what I'm saying? They right. made that choice. Right. Whereas for me at the time, that that was a, too much of an inconvenience for me. Right. And I, I fully accept that responsibility, but mm-hmm. it was too much of an inconvenience mm-hmm. for me. Right. And that was, unfortunately for me, because of my upbringing, that is what caused me to start hustling. 
Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once I started hustling, the original purpose was because I don't make enough money to live. Mm-hmm. Working two jobs, mm-hmm. I don't make enough money to live. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got to the point where I started to make somewhat of a difference in my cash flow, mm-hmm. man, I was trying to right some wrongs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, wait, I, you know, I ain't had to undo shoes in right. a little bit. I ain't right. had no... So right. by the time, you know, the kid comes around, right. you know, one of the things that um, is very important, mm-hmm. um, and I think I'm even just going to put this back on the air just because I, I, I really want people to understand this. Right. Um, one of the things, one of the things that's very important that I didn't realize until here recently mm-hmm. um the systematic process of what child support has the opportunity to do to a father. Mm. Um, When you have the child support, it's not that you don't want to take care of your child, Mm -hmm. at least in my experiences and the fathers that I've talked to. It's never been that they don't want to take care of their children. Mm -hmm. The issue is that even though I don't get to see my child, Every week or every two weeks, I get a reminder of that child. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because when I get my check, it says child support garnishment. Now, depending on how much that affects your quality of life will determine how much resentment gets built in your heart. Mm. Now, it doesn't go towards the child. It goes towards the parent of the child because that's where the anger festers. Mm. Now, the problem that you run into is when you have all of that anger, when you have all of that um, resentment and and, and unjustified behavior happening, Mm -hmm. when you do get to see your child, they don't get to receive the loving, supporting debt. Now, this is, again, if you're immature. I was very immature. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. this happened to me very young. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have somebody to teach me through this process. Mm-hmm. I had my mom. You know, she was a single mom. So, of course, in her mind, you know, she was kind of on their side. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I felt out and alone. But when I would see my children, in my mind, I that anger and that resentment mm-hmm. right. towards their mothers Mother. would be presented in that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, in that moment. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like I didn't even get a chance. The, the, the child didn't even get to see the love and care that I had for mm-hmm. them. They just got to see the reality of it. Mm. Now, because I have child support and, and because I have two jobs that I have to do, now when I do see my child, I have to drop my child off at my mom's house or my sister's house mm-hmm. because I got to go to work. Mm. So, of course, they're not going to want to come over and hang out because daddy's never there. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't want to, but because in order for me to take this kid to do something or to have food for them or a place to even be at mm-hmm. to visit, I have to work two jobs. Mm. And unfortunately, this child, it's not their responsibility to know that. Mm-hmm. They're just supposed to be children right now. Right. And so you got to do as much as you can with as little as you can. And again, this is not an excuse. This is not to uh, circumvent the behavior that I took. At the time, because I didn't know any better. Right. You see what I'm saying? I had plenty of people that were trying to comment, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have somebody that I trusted enough to be able to take that information from and build upon, which is why I even started the Birthright Living Mm -hmm. Legacy. 
But the reason is because as a father, whether you're an experienced father that had a father, mm-hmm. whether you're an abandoned father that didn't have a father and you're still going to be a good dad. Yeah, right. Or you're the untrusted, which is the realm that I fell into because of the drama that I had between mm-hmm. the parents. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the step ups. Any one of those categories, we want to be able to create a place for them to be able to champion each other. Mm-hmm. Because for a long time, just in my young mind, for a long time, I sat and blamed other people for my mistakes. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I took a lot of time focusing on what all they did wrong mm-hmm. and the stuff that nobody else seen as mm-hmm. a result of me not being able to be in my children's lives. Mm-hmm. But they didn't get to see all the stuff that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. They didn't get to see all the pain, the torture, and the things right. that I had to do right. to get to that point. Right. All they saw was, oh... You're just a deadbeat dad, or hey, you're just that guy. Why? How come you don't ever have your kids, or how come you ain't in your children's yeah, life? They don't it's know. not that easy, right? You they know don't know saying? behind this. Stuff. I can't just go pick up my kid and take them because if I go three steps without their parents say so, that's kidnapping. That, you see what I'm saying? And when you got people that play with people's charges like that, yeah. you just have to back off. Oh, if I what? know the character of the individual that I'm dealing with, mm. I have to take that into mm. account. Now, mm. when I meet my children mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years later, mm-hmm. their questions are always, well, how come you didn't come see me? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that easy. It's not that simple. When I tried to, right. when I made the phone calls, oh, when I right. showed up to the places, when I did the things that I was supposed to do, all it took is for them to change their mind. Nah, I don't want you to take them. Mm. And I have to deal with that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I have an emotional connection with that problem. And so it's hard to explain that to a child because in their mind, I should matter enough to you to do that. Right. And they're right. They should have. Right. But I didn't know any better. Right. See what I'm saying? All I had was my mom and, a, and stepdads that, you know, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> in my mind, they were expendable. Mm-hmm. So it didn't make that big a difference to me. Mm. So as I've grown, as I've studied, as I've learned, as I've got under the tutelage of other fathers and people that, um, you know, that have been through some man, one of my best friends, my brother, and, and I love him to death, Greg Ransom, has never, when I tell you never, accepted any. Of these excuses. I used to be like, bro. But you, he's like, man, I don't want to hear that. Because mm-hmm. this is what such and such did to me. And I don't care. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. But it took him being able to finally get through to me mm-hmm. by his story. Because mm-hmm. every excuse I had, I already did that. Been over it. Done it. Mm-hmm. Kids still in my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that was where I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then I thought to myself, well, how many other fathers are out there that are in the situation that I was in, mm-hmm. that were living the way that I was living? Because I really felt that I had no choice. Right, right. I really felt like I was locked in. Right. And then to know that other fathers like Greg, like uh, Cam, like, you know, some of the people that I've had, like Big Greg, you know, a man that didn't even, he never married my mom. He didn't, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He's just a man that stood in the gap. Mm-hmm. For me. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he took me under his wing to show me yeah. what it was like to be a man. Yeah. And to me, that was so paramount. Yeah. 
that I didn't even know the value of it at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, my best friend at the time, Adam, his dad, Paul, was just, I mean, when I tell you just just thorough from the streets, didn't take no crap, always used to take me on these little road trips and give me little bits of wisdom and knowledge. I learned most of my stuff from, you know, the E-40s and the 8-Ball and MJGs of the day because Mm -hmm. that's what... I put my my mind to was learning it from them, uh-huh. you know. But when I found out when I got older, is those those tapes that I was listening to, those were personas that uh-huh. those people created. Uh-huh. That was not how they really lived. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg was a persona of Calvin Brodus. Because Calvin Brodus is a married man. That's Coach Snoop, you know what I mean, that takes mm-hmm. care of his kids, is married to his wife for X amount of mm-hmm. years. But mm-hmm. the Snoop that I knew told me that, you know, ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Mm-hmm. So you dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It took it took somebody to take that time right. to be able to do that. So right. fathering is very important. And like you said, that making that choice that your dad made mm-hmm. was very paramount in that decision because he made your mom valuable when he said, I'm going to forsake all and be with you. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? By marrying her, he made that commitment to that decision mm-hmm. to do so. I never made that decision until now. until now. And now that I see the difference. Right. Now that I feel the difference. Right. And I've been on the other side. Right. You know what I'm saying? Multiple times, right, <laughs> matter right, of fact. Right, right. But now that I see the difference, right. I see the change that's right. made. I feel you on that. That's real. That's real. Were your boys still out here in these streets? <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop playing. That was real, bro. That I have nothing else to say about that, bro. That 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 was a real conversation. I'm learning. Well, maybe one day when I become a father, I can take nuggets that you Listen, and my dad did. Maybe one the day, thing bro. is, is like your dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, what your dad day. did is 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 exactly what you're supposed to do. You dig what I'm saying? Because right. he raised what five boys? Five boys. Five grown. Five How many of them married? Uh, three. You see what I'm saying? Three are married. Yes. Three married. Three married. Yes. Everybody working? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody got Every, career. Everybody got career. Everybody in prison? got working? No. Nobody's in prison. You see what I'm saying? Like, nobody's it's not to say prison. that mistakes don't happen. Right. Mistakes but do happen. All right. we're saying is, is like that that role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I know your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And they're some powerful individuals. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that is that is such a. You know, to me, that was such a storybook life. You know what Mm, I mean? mm Because I'm thinking of the Cosbys when you say a mom and a dad. That's immediately my first reference. Because that was the only time I ever seen black people as a family. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. In my my growing up, that just wasn't a reality. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to visit people that was like that. But I never, I could never, in my mind, I could never adopt that as a real thing. Because it just was too far-fetched for me. Mm. It was just me, my mom, and my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom got married. That was cool. But I don't know how long this is going to be. Right. Because the dudes was, they're not people that I would necessarily respect today. Right. The great thing is, though, is they showed me exactly what not to do. Dude, man, that's, that's real. Show that's me exactly real. what not to do. That's really real. Yeah. And you even being single, like, that is a... Uh, so important to your your fatherhood experience, 
You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't live truly the fullness of your life, what can you pass on? Right. That's a fact. What wisdom do you have? (laughs) That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, the first girl that smiled at me, I just went on and laid down and (laughs) made that happen. Not to say there's anything wrong with that if if that's what y'all into. Listen, no. It's not (laughs) happening over here. It's not happening over here. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I feel you. That's real, bro. That is really real, man. I was just wanted to come and learn. Thanks for being on the pod. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know, tell them where they can reach you at, bro. Uh, man, you can reach me at brlivinglegacy.com. Okay. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook, Marquise okay. Dennis. Okay. Or, or uh, Instagram, Marquise underscore uh, 232. Um, okay. at Gmail, IG, all right. of that, you know. All that. It's just, I'm easy to find. Man. I feel you. Well, I'm super easy to find. <laughs> you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok is Zarmesian, Twitter be lit. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Twitter, Gabe, a.k.a. Twitter. Don't Play, and Snapchat is Zarmesian too. Zarmesian too. So y'all know where to find me. Y'all know I be. Y'all know I be. Y'all know where. Y'all already know my social media. Follow me if you don't. <laughs> Follow me. Y'all know where I'm at. Yeah. You feel me? But yeah, I like to thank my boy Marquise for coming through, hey. dropping bars and knowledge. Maybe yeah. one day I'll have that knowledge. You feel me? No, you got <laughs> it. You got it. Well, I just wanna. I just you know. I just wanna well. promote. Uh, you know, togetherness and family. Right. You know well. what I mean, like even if. Even if y'all don't work out as a couple, man. Right. Be okay. a to co-parent. Right, co-parent. Well, there's no parent over here. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> there's no games running around. I appreciate at, that. At, at all. None. No None. Games. No, no, no games. scandals. No scandals or nothing. Eh, well, maybe back in the day. But anyway. <laughs> I'm crazy. But thank you uh, for listening. Uh, episode 62. 61. I'm missing. Step into my office. We out. We out.